Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. If you are here, it's because you have a loved one with a substance use disorder and you're looking for support. Well, you're in the right place because I help you along your journey um, to, to introduce you to different people, different experts in the field, and to share hope with you because so often we get stuck and don't know how to live our lives without trying to fix our addicted loved ones. So I am the author of Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And recently I will be launching Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones, Closing the Gap Between Havoc and Hope. This is a 30-day program that can help you go from havoc to hope and learn how to take charge of your own life. Think of it as a leadership book for moms who are in the same situation that I've been in and out of for so many years. Um, Please find my books at Amazon or anywhere that they are sold. If you would like to join us in a private Facebook group, you can find us at Moms Letting Go in Facebook. And um, if you'd like to join us in the tribe for more sisterhood and support, just go to Teachable. That's momslettinggo.teachable.com and find us there. But regardless, you're in the right place right now and we want to encourage you on your hope journey. We want to be here for you. Um, I have a group of care team members who are all where you have been or are today. So we want the best for you. God bless. Thank you and welcome. It's Michelle. Hey, I'm here today doing step six in the book, Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And we are on step six. It's called budding, progress, reflection, and vision. In order to bloom, you must grow just like a flower. You can't grow unless you intentionally think about how you're going to grow, right? And in this day, we're talking about how you just start to bud, right? You might be in a place like a flower in your garden where you're just starting to show something brighter, bigger, bolder, a little color, right? And you're not quite there yet, but you're showing promise, just like a flower. This is where the colorful beauty begins. Once you can bud and break free from that um, stuck place that we get when we have an addicted loved one, you can start leaning into your God-given superpower, find your purpose, and join me and help me stop this, fight this epidemic, right? But I'm getting too excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. So I want to just share... um, what what I'm doing, what I'm talking about in this day today, and I'll read to you um, a few things from the from the day. You are in the budding stages of a recovering mom. As you grow and learn, you begin to unfurl. A bud starting small and simple, then increasing in breadth, complexity, and beauty as you pursue and increase your potential. You show promise to do great things. This is when your friends and family and addicted loved ones might notice you shining a little bit brighter. 
When a flower is a bud, it's surrounded by sepals. They protect the flower bud and are behind or underneath the petals when the flower opens. Now that you're at this stage of developing as a mom, you should be surrounded by other moms who are like these sepals, who are there to cover your back when you finally bloom, to guide you until you're finally able to break out of your old habits and embrace new ones. When you don't see the progress for your efforts, though, you lose the fight, you give up, you relapse, just like your addicted loved ones. You want to look in the mirror and see the contrast in yourself. But how can you see your progress if it's just itty-bitty? Progress is difficult to measure, especially if you're living in the chaos and dysfunction and a life that's so busy you can't make time for yourself. Often progress is like doing the cha-cha. There are nine steps in the cha-cha dance, and it isn't until the seventh step that you move forward or bud. Progress is slow. It will happen, but you must commit to intentionality and consistency every day. I want to share a story today of a mom who posted in the Moms Letting Go group. We have thousands there. It's a private group on Facebook. But this one mom said her addicted loved one called today and she could tell he was in active addiction. He doesn't call her often. So what she did was listen. She just listened without her agenda. And she asked how he was doing and he asked how she was doing. And she talked about what's new with the family and just common ground, things about you know, that are going on in the community and just trying to connect, just to have a conversation with her son. Well, he kept wanting to move the conversation to the fact that his car broke down, he was going to need a new starter, it was $140, and would she help him out? And she was compassionate. She said, oh, I'm sorry, that that's really difficult. But remember, I said I'd be starting some new boundaries. And one of those is just not paying for anything, um, you know, because if we pay, yes, they might need to get to work, but if they're working, they're earning money and they can afford to get their car fixed. Sometimes we think they're so poor, but in this case, the mom didn't know, is he going to spend it on drugs? She felt like he was, and we don't know, but it's not up to us to know. It's up to us just to have boundaries and stick to them. And sometimes our loved ones aren't going to like our new boundaries because there's something different. Well, in this case, the line went dead. Her phone went dead. (gasps) Oh, so this is what we dread, right? So he probably hung up on her once he knew she wasn't going to give him what he wanted. But imagine how rejected she felt. She might have felt rejected, right? But instead, she came into the trust. She came into the group And she shared with us, moms, this is what happened to me today. And I'm so proud of myself. Now, she noticed her progress in keeping with a new boundary that she had set. But it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good because she felt like she had let him down, right? And it's not going to feel good at first. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. He might someday say, hey, mom, that day I called you, and you wouldn't help me was the day I realized, oh my gosh, I got to start helping myself. I got to figure out a way out of this, right? We don't know that. But one thing I do know, moms, is 
it really helps take our shame away, um, our guilt and all that, our anger more than anything. If we can understand what happens to the brain in addiction, that once it gets to this point, it's really not a choice anymore for our loved ones. It's not like they're choosing to party every day. It's not like that. And I'm going to include Dr. Labor's um, video, YouTube uh, video for you in the show notes so that you can watch this video and it will free you from anger. Because once you understand what's happening to the brain, you become more compassionate. Now, are you going to feel so much compassion that you're going to give your loved one money? You know, no, it's not going to change your boundaries, but it's probably going to change the way you address this problem. So in the way we want to address it is we want to be on the same team, right? We want to be on the same team with our loved ones. We want them to feel like we're in the wings waiting to help them get well, not waiting to contribute to a life that is not going to be sober. Um, now, when they call us, we don't want to nag and, and, you know, they already know how we feel. But when they call us and we can set a boundary with love, oh, that is a huge step, but it might not feel like it. So in this day, this part of the book, um, you're going to feel like you're not making much progress. So I want to... Um, share. Experience isn't the best teacher. It's reflective experience that helps us see our progress. When we can look back and evaluate and reflect what's been working, you know, what we've been through, we can see what's worked and what hasn't worked. That's when we start noticing the baby steps that are contributing to our wellness. So I share a list of questions here that you can reflect on. Look it over every two weeks, once a month, journal this because you want to be able to see your progress to notice the budding color that you have. You want to be able to notice that you are making progress even if it doesn't feel like it. Um, And so here are a few of the questions. How much time has lapsed since you first planted your seed? So when did you first start reading this book and start your journey? What's happened since then? What's happened in your garden of trial and error? Reflect on what you've done to help your addicted loved one and what, you, what haven't you done. Like what books have you read? What podcasts have you listened to? You know, where have you planted yourself in support groups? Compare what you said you would do with what you said you wouldn't do. How are you with that? Are you growing as strong as you had hoped? What, where could you find more joy? How could you find more joy? Who could you surround yourself with that would hold you accountable, that would say, hey, I thought you were going to have this new boundary. Why are you stuck here? Or not why, because we always feel defensive if somebody says why. But you want a friend who can say, oh, I'm so sorry. This was hard. I can tell you didn't follow through with your boundary. And it's bothering you. So what got in your way? You know, we want a friend who's going to just say, how can I pray with you right now? So the next time you can follow through with that boundary, not somebody who's going to shame us and say, quit enabling. 
because don't you just want to shoot those people? <laughs> Not really. But I mean, we just want to say, stop that. That's shaming us. That's shooting us. S-H-O-U-L-D. Shooting us. Like, you should do this and you should do that. We don't need those friends. We need friends who understand. And that's why, like in our tribe, um, in our support group, we gather around each other. So if a mom is trying something new and she's really stuck and she's having a hard time following through with her boundaries, she comes into the group and she puts her pride aside and she says, hey moms, will you help me? I'm struggling and I know I need to do this, but I, I really, it feels so wrong. And we just gather around, not not um, in proximity because some of us are in California, in Illinois, in Georgia, like we're all over, right? But we gather around in spirit and in understanding to say, we've got your back. We're going to support you. We're not going to judge you. You do what you have to do, and um, we're going to be here for you. So it's really important to have those people in your life. Who could you find that would help you, help encourage you on this journey? So if you don't document where you were and where you are now, you're not going to see your progress. It's in the same way, if you don't have a roadmap to where you're going, how will you know if you arrived, Right? I mean, we get in the car, we always have a plan. We're going to go to the grocery store, do this, A, B, C, or D. We don't just drive around aimlessly most times. So this isn't any different. We want to have like a roadmap and see, you know, where, where we've been and where we want to end up. So what do you have to lose if you don't follow your plan for joy? What will the consequences be for each of these aspects of your life? And then I list those aspects, your finances, your stress, your health, your child, your spouse, your job, your friends. Where will all that be if you can't um, keep on this road to your recovery? How will those be compromised, right? Really identify that or, you know, journal that. And then um, toward the end, identify problems you're having with shifting from one way of helping to the other one. And I have a checklist. So some of those are this. I'm having trouble with following through, especially when my addicted loved one is angry, or I feel like I'm pushing him away. I'm having trouble finding strength to follow through with planned consequences. I'm having trouble with trusting God that he will guide me and my child. I'm having trouble with asking other moms for help because I don't want to hear what they have to say. Maybe this is you. Maybe maybe you know what you're supposed to do, but you don't want somebody telling you that or um, making you feel worse for not following through with your plans. I understand. But list where your problems are because sometimes when we list them and we admit it to ourselves, then we can say, you know what? This is where I need help. This is, you're identifying where you need to make your progress. Then you can focus. It's kind of like taking the wrong turn. Oh, this is where I went, but this is where I want to go. So now I need to take a turn and get back on my plan, on my road. Um, so there's some, some others there to look at. And then what is your vision for your new life, free Free from the chaos. What does that look like? And um, in 
2023, Lucretia's going to help do a challenge, a five-day challenge on building that vision board for uh, you and other moms. So come into the group, Moms Letting Go. Uh, Lucretia does Monday motivations in there, Friday fun Fridays. She she pours all her um, encouragement and truth into those in the tribe or in the group. And always you can join the tribe. We're always looking for for moms who want to intentionally work on their recovery. Um, if this isn't you, that's okay. Um, but we're hoping that you find a way to heal because I can't fight this addiction, um, you know, on my own. I need help. I would love to have your help. And in step seven, that's the next podcast, I'll be bringing um, flowering, helping others and living a new life. So in this last step, we're going to be talking about your purpose, your God-given superpowers, and how they've been hiding in the lurch because the enemy has really pinned you down and kept you in this step place. But once you work through this, you're going to be able to blossom just like that flower into your giftedness. And you're going to start seeing some of the things that you can do to improve the lives of others around you. And it's such a freeing experience when you know that you have healed enough that you're ready to step out into maybe trying something new that you've never tried before, but something that you've always wanted to do. That's my wish for you. So God bless. Make sure you check the show notes. Listen to Dr. Labor's um, videos. They're, They're transforming in your education. Make it an assignment. I'm, I'm challenging you to do that. And I look forward to talking more about you in the next step. So stay tuned and God bless.